Buzz, every time you hear that song, you just think rugby league, don't you? Good morning, Buzz. Yeah, good morning, guys. What a great day, eh? Yeah. Are you simply the best, Buzz? Oh, I love it, dog. I still play it all the time. Yeah. But are you simply the best? Of course I am this morning. You know what I'm doing? I've already doing? got my rugby league on the television right now. I'm watching the Corey yeah. knockout just yeah. to get ready for the footy. Yeah, we've got it on here in the studio. Yeah, yeah how good is it? Yeah, it's oh, wonderful. It's good, yeah. The footy these boys play. Some bloody really so good tries. Yeah. What's today, Buzz? What are you going to do all day? How are you going to get through the day? How are you going to fill in your day? How are you going to uh, approach tonight? I'm watching the Corey knockout. Then I'll I'll watch the early games and. Um, then I'll be part of the coverage again um, for the game. I'm really looking forward to the girls, actually. Did you see I did a piece with Ray Price today and yeah. raving about Nathan Brown, how good he is? I couldn't get him off the phone when he started talking NRLW and what these Parramatta the girls have done. He loves it. They've come from he, nowhere, Buzz. Mate, geez, it, it, it's a really, really good uh, sport, NRLW. Mm. And I'll tell you what, it's so good. I reckon... The girls deserve their own medal presentation night because I don't know why they're playing for the Dally M Award because, you know, Dally M was a male footballer. I think their game is so big that it shouldn't be mixed up with the men on that night and it should be the, uh, is it the Tasha Gale Cup? Tasha, yeah. Yeah, a medal named after a... A great female play, in my view. Yeah. Hey, Buzz, that's a really good point. Just while we're on the Dally M's, before we get to the talking about the grand final, Nico Hines, Dino and I were discussing it earlier, deserved winner of the Dally M, and what a poster boy for rugby league. He sure is. I made um, him the saint in McCollum today because, look, he's not just a fabulous rugby league halfback and a deserving winner of the award. He's a really humble young man, a magnificent role model, not just around mental health, but indeed and very proud around Indigenous issues. And he's had a, a difficult path to NRL, but he's, I love having him in the Shire at the Cronulla Sharks. So mm. I think he's been one of our greatest signings. Um, good night, the Dally M. A couple of the awards, though, I. How James Fisher-Harris wasn't one of the front rowers of the year, I will never, ever know. And that Brad Arthur wasn't even nominated for the coach of the year. Not even I don't expect him to win it, but he's entitled to be nominated. Mm-hmm. So I, I said to Peter Volandis during the week, I think there's still more work to be done on the judging. Take nothing away from Heinzo. Deserved winner. Buzz, plenty of good stuff in your column, What's the Buzz today, but I do always enjoy your top 10. Mm. Today you've rated the top 10 Panthers of all time and the top 10 Eels of all time. Always contentious, always opens up plenty of debate, but for the Panthers, you went Greg Alexander 1 from Brad Fittler, and at the Eels, you went for the great Ray Price ahead of Brett Kenny. How did you come to those conclusions? Well, as you know, I, I texted you and Ray because Ray's a um, Penrith tragic. You've been around forever, nearly as long as me. So I, I really value your opinions. And then I finalised the list. And I'd originally left Mike Stevenson out of the Penrith list, but uh, it was a very good you know, nudge from Ray to, to put him in there. Look, Greg Alexander and Brad Fittler are quite obviously, in my opinion, they're easy, the number one and two at the Panthers. Tell you what, Nathan Cleary playing his third grand final is, you know, if he wins again today, 
Um, he's got such a long way to go. I can see him by the end of his career being not only the most games, most points for Penrith, but um, also number one on that list. It's, mm. uh, he, he's a superstar. Now, you, you get to Parramatta, Price, Kenny, Sterling, Thornett, Cronin, Ellis, you know, even Jared Hayne, Grove, Hindy, and, and I put Peter Wynn in at 10th. Um, they've had a fantastic history. I, I know it's been a long time since titles. You know, one of my favourite ever memories was off-field. In 1981, after the grand final, I went back to the Surrey Hills office. I banged down a story, then I got a cab to Parramatta. And I was in their auditorium at the time. It's now a bowling alley, can you believe? They, <laughs> they changed it around. But I was there when Jack Gibson said, ding dong, the witch is dead. Yeah. And the place just went off. No one probably knew what he was talking about, truth be known, but they all cheered anyway, Buzz. Oh, mate, you, you've never... I can still see it, dog. Mm. I've still got it, that memory in my brain, you know. And my goodness, it was a special night, that celebration, and the story's been told how they burnt down the Cumberland Oval grandstand. And could you imagine if that had happened in social media days, <laughs> Twitter, and, <laughs> you know, everyone taking it on the telephone and... I think we were still using one of those phones. You had the dial round in those days, you know, with your finger. and <laughs> The old days, yeah. Yeah, uh, but geez, it's a great memory. It is, yeah. So, Buzz, it's grand final, a bit like Melbourne Cup Day, where you can't do anything until the actual contest happens. Sorry, mate, I missed yeah, that. It's grand final day, a bit like Melbourne Cup Day is for me. You sit around all day just waiting for the actual event because you can't do much in the, in the build-up. Yeah, you can't do a lot in the build-up, but deadline pressure these days, Ray, with the internet, is you need to hit the button with your story right on full-time or within minutes of full-time. So before you even get to the game or wherever you're covering it from, you do have to start thinking story angles and one-on-one contests and you have your stats up next year on a separate screen. You you, you need to hear what the, the, the TV guys are saying because, look, they're legends and you value their opinions as much as, you know, you, you, have, you have your own and you ride as you see it. But, um, yeah, it's just a different ball game these mm. days, Ray. There's enormous pressure to cover it. So you do have to do a lot of homework beforehand. Would that be correct, Pup? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. The hardest part, in, as you say, Buzz, hitting that button, to file right on full time is when the score is twelve all. Yeah, you know, you, other... you just can't write anything because you don't know who's going to win. I mean, it's gripping for the crowd. <laughs> it's wonderful for ratings. It's great for the game, but as a journalist, <laughs> it can be challenging because you can't hit the button because you don't know who is even going to win. Yeah, <laughs> look, not necessarily on Grand Final day, Ray, but reporting rugby league and big games has really changed. <laughs> In the old days, before television, before internet, there was only radio. And before social media, so we used to write our match reports just a blow-by-blow of the game, scored in the 34th minute. It was converted by Mick Cronin, you know, parallels. But by the time people pick up the paper the next day or read us on internet, they know so clearly what's already happened. So we've got to go digging around. That's why we do our homework, looking for fresh angles to bring the people to convince them to buy a paper or a mm. subscription online. and So it's challenging, but I still say we've got the best jobs on the planet. And we're really, really fortunate to, to be in the positions we are. EJ has texted in Buzz saying, Good morning, Ray and Dee. 
Hey, uh, Dean. Hey, Ray, nice pick of you and tenure in today's Telegraph, which has appeared in your column, Buzz. You're definitely punching above your weight, Ray. Can't argue with that. Well, you know, as, you know, Buzz, they say blokes are batting outside their crease. Well, yes. I'm batting at the other end of the wicket. <laughs> Mate, you know what? And I was going to mention that, Ray, in the column today. How far, how much you're punching? <laughs> Probably as much as any bloke I've ever ever known. I'm with you. But yeah. because I also described you as the world's nicest man, um, well, you, I did not to bag you about the, in that area. No, <laughs> lovely lady Tanya, mate, and um, I'm sure you're going to have a great night at the footy. I don't know if you'll be too social with, with each other, but oh, it, it uh, is. Made a better yeah. side win, and uh, you guys kiss. And make up. <laughs> It'll be all good, Buzz. Hey, Buzz, love your piece in the column today, mm. too, about um, Rabs. Uh, yeah. There was a piece on Channel 9 about him, but it was they bizarre, didn't go to Ray it? Hadley, yeah. who has been one of Rabs' great mates for 30 years, and Ray, understandably, is a little bit irritated. I look, hmm. Ray, Ray won't comment publicly the other than saying, he, look, he, he's... He's been back with with Rabs for three or four decades. He's covered Olympic Games, Grand Finals, State of Origins, alongside the great man. And um, I think it was a grave error by Channel 9. I I think without David Gingell there, I remember seeing David Gingell at Ray's 60th birthday, and without Steve Crawley there and having a director of sport who lives in Melbourne, I think on special special occasions like this, they that that they, they sometimes miss it a little bit. And um, look, I can tell you, Ray's upset. He he, mm. he really really is um, not publicly because he works for Channel Nine. He's their highest paid on air star with his breakfast show. And look, I think it's wrong. I think um, Ray was the one with his two GB continuous call team was the one who campaign for the government to contribute to a statue of Rabs in June E and they were there for the opening. They did a special outside broadcast which Rabs attended and look it's disappointing because mm. I'm sure he would have had look, I enjoyed the show. But I think it could have been a lot better if um Bolts had been part of it. Yeah, true. And I didn't realise but we should mention it's Ray Hadley's thirty third grand final today, which equals the record of Another legendary radio football broadcast of the late, great Frank Hyde, Buzz. Yeah, it is. And we all grew up with Frank Hyde, didn't mm. we? Mm. His card table and his Seco watch yeah, for the it. man of the match. And uh, <laughs> the great Frank called 31 grand finals and two replays. 1953 um, and 1983, I think they were. But Bolts is calling his 33rd for continuous call team tonight. He's still got a huge following. Don't touch the sets. Don't touch the dials. Don't go anywhere. I'm sure we'll get one of those if it's close towards the end. And uh, yeah, he's a great, been a great caller over a very, very long period of time. He's it's been an eventful, uh, it's been a, an eventful career. Mm. Remember he was barred during Super League for a while and lost the radio rights and then had to come up with a new style of program to which was a lot more comedy with the great Chippy and Blocker yeah. Roach and Broman and those people and Bozo Fulton. And, yeah, it's been a, a great career and, and a very special moment for him tonight mm. in his 33rd grand final. Hey, Buzz, our talk topic today, great grand final moments. I threw up uh, Teddy Goodwin's epic mm. try in the 77 grand final when he knocked himself out. Ray went for... 
Royce Simmons' famous try in 91. Of all the grand finals you've seen, is there one memory that just might stand out ahead of all the others? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, the Goodwin, uh, I was still a copy boy at News Corp um, when Ted Goodwin, I was sitting in the Sheridan stand that day, so it happened right in front of me. What a moment, what a moment. Knocked himself out, didn't he, poor old Lord Ted? Yeah, yeah, look. What about the 89 grand final, the heartbreak of that Benny Elias field goal, just banging into that crossbar? My goodness, that's the heartbreak moment. Remember that, guys? Oh, yes, certainly do. One of the great grand finals, if not the greatest. You know, and those champions at Balmain didn't ever win a premiership because it was millimetres. Mm. It could have hit it and bent them, you know, it was... And then the Jackson try, probably that grand final, but I loved Darren Albert too. Yep. I loved that try in the right hand. What was it? The uh, southern, southwest corner of the old Arlene Stadium. That's it. Very, very special. Newcastle, Rugby League was, Newcastle uh, Manly 97. It was, yeah. Rugby League was on its knees to some degree that then during Super League, wasn't it, Buzz? And there was a lot of friction and friendships had been lost. Mm. It needed that moment. It's, yeah. I always say that moment essentially saved Rugby League. I, I think you're right, Pup, because Super League had had the Brisbane uh, Cronulla Sharks grand final. I think it was the QE2 Stadium in Brisbane, wasn't it? It was. And um, it, it had been an uneventful grand final and all the traditional S- Sydney clubs and Cronulla weren't a traditional club like a South Paris and George at that time and weren't there. And for Manly and Newcastle to put on such a... Just a magnificent exhibition of rugby league. And I sat next to Matt. I can always remember who I sat next to. You know, Matty White is now on SEN yeah, and yeah. hosted. Uh, I still remember the first grand final, 1978, the back of the members stand. I was sitting next to Ian Hanson. Mm. And he was filing live copy for the afternoon paper, the Daily Mirror. As the game unfolded, the replay on the Tuesday. Mm. No, that was the replay on the oh, Tuesday sorry. afternoon. Yep. Okay. Hey, Buzz, stay with us because we have to let our Queensland listeners go for past the post. Um, enjoy the grand final day for all our Queensland listeners and thanks for, for joining us over the last couple of hours. Buzz, we'll get to the nitty-gritty here. Um, who wins today and why? Um, it's a really, really tough question and I can understand why this magnificent Penrith side favourites with the TAB and all the corporate bookies. However, having said that, we're asked to do our tips in the paper. You've got to pick um, a side. I'm tipping Parramatta. I thought their defence against the Cowboys was championship-winning defence. They just refused to give up, and they were just magnificent. They've beaten them twice this year. They've got great halves, Moses and Brown, not to say Cleary and Luai are... Uh, are going to be outplayed. Um, I love their front row, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Paulo and Lane and Papalihi on the edges. Um, it's going to be a fantastic grand final. But look, I've gone for my Clive Churchill medal winner. I've gone Clint Gutherson. I've gone Wagner Blake for the first try, if anyone's going to have a bet on the game. There you go. Um, what, what do you think, Dino? Yeah, I, I, I'm not with Buzz. I, I'm in the Penrith camp. Uh, my my heart's a little bit with Parramatta, but my head does say Penrith, and it says Penrith by you know, ten to twelve points. It's going to be heart, a cra- cracker buzz. Your heart mm. with Para. Eh? Oh, I just like to see them win buzz. In terms of, I'm not overly invested in who wins 
uh, emotionally. What about all your Penrith mates? Lose the Oh, no, I, I've got it's nothing against Randy. Penrith. Nothing against Penrith at all, Buzz. It's just been a, yeah, yeah. a 36-year wait, and I think it will be a lovely fairy tale for that to be broken, but I've got nothing against Penrith whatsoever. No, no. It, it, it is going to be a sensational game of football, mm. and the fairy tale is the Parramatta Reel. Um, it's been so long. So painful for their supporters. So much drama in between with board elections and salary cap scandals and everything else. And you know what? I've got to admit, dog, my heart's with the Eels as well. Sorry, Ray. No, it's fair enough. It's going to be one of those great nights, isn't it, Buzz? Can't wait for it. Hey, Buzz, I know it's going to be a busy day for you, but enjoy the grand final. May the best team win. No refereeing controversy, guys. Everyone just wants to see the players decide this contest. Let's hope that's the case. Yeah, you know what, Ray? I watched all the grand final replays like a lot of people Mm. yesterday on Foxtel, and we didn't have a bunker. Yep. And we didn't have too much controversy. Correct. Yeah. Did you notice that, dog? We just got on with it, Buzz, which the is what I've been saying for ages. Yeah. Get on with it. Play on. Mm. Well, yeah. let's get on with it, Buzz, because it's going to be a massive game tonight. Enjoy it. Thanks for joining us, as always, on a Sunday morning. And we'll dissect the grand final again next Sunday. Yeah, and you and Tanya be nice to each other. <laughs> we will.